The World Cup on off the ball, covering the good, the bad, and well, the ugly of what's happening in Qatar. Neymar can push the ball between your legs because he just sees things. Subscribe to the OTB Football Podcast feed now. Football on off the ball. With Sky. Get all the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport, and Premier Sports. You're welcome back. It is Thursday's Off the Ball. Nathan with you this evening. Uh, Spain won Japan nil. Germany won Costa Rica nil. 35 minutes gone in both games in Group E. As it stands, Spain would top the group. Germany would finish second. Earlier, Morocco topped Group F after a 2-1 win over Canada. Croatia drew 0-0 with Belgium. So Belgium are out of the World Cup. John Giles is on the line. Good evening, John. Evening, Nathan. Uh, we get to the World Cup in a second. I did want to make a quick mention of Mick Megan, who sadly passed away earlier in the week. Uh, former Republic of Ireland manager, player you would have played alongside in the green jersey as well? Oh, very much so. Yeah, Mick was uh, one of the top lads. Really, really top-class player, Nathan. Uh, I must say, a top-class individual. I'm sorry to hear of his departure. Yeah, played in that uh, Everton side of the sort of mid-50s, early 60s. Won a league title with Everton. And uh, I know there's a huge Everton support, probably of a certain age group, because of the group of Irish, play- Irish players that played with them around that time. Oh, yeah. Well, Everton were, were, were a real Irish, uh, uh, well, Irish club in many ways. You know, when I was a young fella, there were six uh, Republican of Ireland players playing for the Everton first team. You know, uh, Peter Farrell, who was captain of the team, uh, Tom Yago was there, Jimmy O'Neill, Georgie Cummins. Uh, they, they, it was it was well noted as a, a very well supported Irish, have very good Irish support. And funny enough, Liverpool weren't in it at that stage. I think they were having a bad time around that stage anyway. But the, the first Irish player I knew for uh, Liverpool was Steve Highway, and Steve was a, a born and bred Englishman. And the next one was Ronnie Whelan. Mm. Yeah, so they never had a, 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 a huge Irish uh, South of Ireland connection. But Mick Megan was a very, very popular player at Everton. Really good player. He played the left back when they won the league. But he was a midfield player, really. Classy midfield player. Great individual. Uh, smashing lad. Smashing lad. I'm very sorry to hear of his departure. Yeah. Uh, so... The World Cup uh, has rolled on, John, and uh, we've had a lot of shock results, but maybe the first big surprise in terms of a team exiting the tournament came today. Uh, Belgium, scoreless draw with Croatia, never really got going for them in this tournament at all. Were you surprised at how poor they were? Well, I'm always surprised at at them, uh, you know, being underachieving. I mean, they were the, 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 the... generation of football it might have been 10 years ago now mm. where they were supposed to be the best and they haven't done it uh, so they've never in the big tournaments they've never got together as a team as I've seen it you know and and I, I'm not surprised at this particular year uh, because De, De Bruyne uh, made a statement in the paper there the other day where he said uh, this is him quoting himself and I'm quoting him I know I have to adapt to my teammates he said Sometimes I get agitated because I'm a perfectionist, but I cannot do this job by myself. I will need everybody else. I need to to raise the the level of the other guys if they want to be successful at this tournament. Now, I mean, I find that amazing. You'll not have a team spirit 
with somebody coming out with stuff like that, Nathan. It's it, amazing. It does seem that they completely imploded uh, over the past 10 days. We saw the other comments from De Bruyne saying that they were too old as a squad, which uh, uh, maybe there was a, a little bit of truth to, but uh, you don't need, and you can't have, your star player talking like that during a tournament if you're to have any sort of harmony within the squad. No, no chance, Nathan. You know, the, the, the best players I ever played with, I played with Bobby Chapman, best players in the world, Dennis Law, they'd never, ever come out with anything like that. This is amazing. And, and obviously, this wouldn't be the first time this has happened. You know, this guy is a, a tremendously gifted player. But, he, but, he, but to think of so much of himself to come out in public like that, you'd never have it. I'm, I'm surprised that Manchester City have any sort of a, a team spirit. But he does say in that, in that particular comment, in you know, one of the comments, that he, he plays with, with, with better players at Manchester City. Mm. But that's no good for the team he's playing in. You know, there's no good sense of Manchester City player. Oh, I like playing with you and enjoy playing with you in that. And then he goes to Belgium and, and then starts giving out about the players he has to play with. No, no wonder they don't have a spirit, Nathan. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at it. Amazed at that. He did look a little bit lost without those quality of players around him and maybe the level of organisation that Pep Guardiola brings to Manchester City that Roberto Martinez doesn't bring to Belgium because when we saw him pick up those positions he'd pick up at City where he'd be driving forward from midfield and at City it all just falls into place and Haaland makes the run and he knows where he's going to make it or Foden makes the run or Grealish or Mares. none of that seemed to happen with Belgium so can you, can you understand the frustration for him when he's maybe no. in the best form of his career no not at all not at all Nathan you play with the players that you play with you know what I mean you, just because you play with Manchester City players and they play in that way uh, doesn't mean that you can't play and adapt to the players that you're playing with at that particular time. You can't do that. Mm. I mean, the perfect example was, was, was Modric was playing in the same match. Modric. Now, the players that uh, Croatia have are not in the same class, in my opinion, as Belgium have. But look what he does with them. And if he, if, if actually, if he was playing in the Belgium said he'd make a side, in my opinion, he's one of the great players. De Bruyne is, is, is not a traditional midfield player, Nathan, that controls the game. He does very, very good things. His distribution is very good. He scores good goals. But he's not that type of player like Modric is that could that control any team he's in and play with any team he's in. So I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I never go along with the, the team you're playing with because you're playing with them. You don't adapt and go and play with the team that you're playing with. And you certainly don't make comments in the paper challenging them mm. and criticising them and say you're the only one. This is, this is total nonsense. No wonder they don't have a team spirit. If one of your best players, and he is one of the best players, is now there, that, going public and saying, I wish the others had helped me and all that, carry on. This is total nonsense. Needs a good kick up the backside. Uh, Croatia and Luka Modric may well uh, be entitled to have similar comments about his team it is an ageing Croatia side they don't look quite as dynamic as they looked four years ago when they went all the way to the final but there is still something quite remarkable about watching Modric in a game like today and his ability to get on the ball in difficult situations and his want to get on the ball in difficult situations and control that game for his team Brilliant absolute world class and you can see his attitude, Nathan. I've never seen Modric get onto his teammates for doing something wrong. You might do in the dressing room. That's what you do in the dressing room when you, when you say, what the hell are you doing? But you don't let everybody know about it. You get on with the job you have to do on the pitch. And he's that job. He's brilliant. He's an, an absolute world-class midfield player. 
And any time I see him, he's getting better. He's not getting worse. But I've never seen him ever get onto a teammate. Not, not that anybody else can see. There's things you can do on the pitch when you're getting onto somebody, Nathan, but only you and the fellow that you're involved with know about it. The rest of the crowd only. There's no need for the crowd to know anything about what goes on in the dressing room. Nothing. You can have all the rows you want in the dressing room. You can have a row on the pitch in a quiet sort of way. But you don't throw your arms around. You don't make comments in the paper about your teammates. No way. It's just not on. So, since we last spoke to you, England had a scoreless draw with the USA where they took a huge amount of stick after that game and then followed it up with a convincing 3-0 victory against Wales. Phil Foden and Marcus Rashford came into the side. A lot of the talk after the USA game centred around the exclusion of Foden and how he's maybe England's best player and there's no other team at this tournament that wouldn't select their best player because he doesn't fit the system. Is Foden that important to this England team? Is he their best player? Does he have to start every game? Well, he's one of the best 11, Nathan. There's no doubt about that. I was amazed when he left them out of the, 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 the first uh, the first match. I think on the second match. No, I was, I, he's definitely one of the best players. And in my opinion, anyway, he should, he should be in the team. I can't understand uh, how the first two matches he's not playing in the team. And maybe only got in, back in the team when they, they got a blooming shock result. Uh, so... He, oh, he definitely deserves to be in the team. He's a very, very good player. And uh, uh, Southgate was on about him being a young lad. He didn't want to do this, didn't want to do that. He's 22, Nathan. Mm. Like in football, that's not young. No, Perry played when he was 17. And lots of players have played in, at a young age. I mean, look at the lad at... Uh, at um, well, look at uh, Manchester for, City. Well, look at for Spain at the moment, uh, Gavi and Pedri. Uh, Pedri, yeah. 20, Gavi, 18. Yeah, running the, the show for the, them. The, the, the top player at, uh, in France, Mbappe. Mbappe, he's only twenty-two. So this thing about twenty-two being a young and been protecting, I don't, I don't go along with that. And and the shows against actually played well against Wales. Mm. And now that he's, I think he's got nearer his, his right team. Because now I, I don't gamble, now, but I, I'd put a few bob on England. Really, you think yeah. they have a chance of winning it? I do. Why? Yeah. I think they've achieved with the players that they have in relation to the other players. I mean, we've we've seen uh, Argentina, for example. You know, like so far they've been no. They, they've got Messi, of course, but no, no great shape. Mm. Uh, shake of players around them, and that, that I can see. You know, I I I think uh, Portugal have a lot of good players around them. You know, Brazil I need to see a little bit more, but I think the players that England have, they're in the show. The debate around England feels quite similar to the debate at Euro 2020 that they have all this attacking talent with Kane, Foden, Rashford, Saka, Grealish, Sterling, but there's a conservatism to Southgate that he won't he won't go all out, that he will stay solid at the back. If they can grind out results, he'll take that. Do they? Does he need to let them off the leash a little bit? Yeah, I think that's a bit unfair on him, uh, Nathan, to be honest. I don't, I don't think he's, he's that type. It's the players that you pick that... Uh, uh, tell you how you're going to play, you know. You, you mm. can't say, well, we're going, to, we're going to attack today, lads, and all that. Uh, uh, I don't believe in that. You pick the players that can do that, Nathan, and he's picked them so far. I don't believe that he, he should have been uh, worried about folding and maybe one or two others going on the pitch. But I think they're there. I think, they, I think, I think he's maybe he's hit the, hit the team by mistake. I mean, they were very, very good the other day. They had folding in there. They had Kane in there. Rashford scoring two goals. Uh, and I think Maguire is playing better now than he has been at the start of the season. 
I, I think they, I think they'd be good. I think if they they, they they put Henderson in to give them an extra bit in the middle of field, uh, because I think with with uh, uh, Bellingham and Rice, they, 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 I think what they lack is a creativity. They uh, they lack a, a Modridge in the middle of the field. Now Bellingham is a young lad, but he's he's, he's not a general in mid midfield. Neither is Rice. Rice is a very good player at what he does. Uh, and, and Henderson is, is not creative, but I think they'll be stronger in midfield uh, than they have been in the past in that particular way. So I think overall, I mean, if, if, apart from Modric, when you see the other teams play, uh, Nathan, I haven't seen a really world-class midfield player in any of those teams. Right. Uh, France, for a lot of people, have been the most impressive team so far. Uh Obviously, they rested uh, a lot of players last night, but the way that they beat Denmark and took apart Australia, and particularly the performances of Kylian Mbappe, are we looking at a player who potentially over the next two or three weeks could move to that Ronaldo-Messi level of greatness? Well, I think it's in him, Nathan. You know, he's only he's only twenty-two, so he's he's a bit to go. And I mean, what he's doing at the moment is fantastic, and he has all the makings of one of the greats, in my opinion. All he's got to do is stay healthy, don't run, don't run away with himself, as they say, mm. lose the run of himself. Uh, he looks the right sort. He, he looks every every bit so far at 22 to become one of the greats, in my opinion. And he looks like he's ready for that as well when he's playing, that he wants to be that. He's willing to take players on. He's willing to try tricks. He looks as though he wants to score a great goal all of the time. Oh, yeah. He's, 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 he's no shortage of confidence in mm. himself. And, and he's a big, big lad, as we can see, but has all the mobility of a little guy. And obviously, centre-forwards, that's, that's a big way to be, to be one of the great players. Uh, I mean, we have the lad at Manchester City, Haaland. Haaland is very similar to him, Nathan. You know, they're both big fellas, very mobile, very good. Uh, I think over the years there'll be good competition between the two of them. But I think the two of them will go on to be really great players. They, I mean, they have it They have it in them, you know. They, 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 it's all now about attitude. And I think uh, this lad has the right attitude. Definitely. Uh, it was a rather bizarre uh, end to the last night's games when it was all coming down to yellow cards between Poland and Mexico. Uh, the end result, though, was that Argentina do qualify after that early defeat against Saudi Arabia. Uh, even with Lionel Messi missing the penalty kick last night, they were able to beat Poland by two goals to nil. Are they contenders? Is there enough there after that early setback? Are you seen enough from Messi to suggest that he can carry them on his shoulders all the way? Well, I'd never be surprised at what Messi does on the football pitch. He's, he's just a genius, uh, Nathan. And he's kept himself fit, obviously, so he could do it. But I, I haven't seen that much of Argentina, no more than anybody else. He, he has a lot to carry. Let's put it that way. You know, I, 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 looking at them now, and I want to see more of them and all the other teams, of course, uh, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't make them the favourites that they seem to be. Why? What's missing? I don't think he's got enough good players around him, Nathan. I think France have more good players around their their particular players. Mm. Uh, we don't know about Germany because Germany they're probably going through tonight. But uh, they yeah, they're one nil up at half time. Yeah, Spain Spain are there as we know. Mm. 
I, 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 I think. Um, what about Portugal? Portugal? Yeah, Portugal. I fancy. I think Portugal have a better all-round team. Obviously, they haven't got a, 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 a Messi, but who has? Uh, so they got a Ronaldo. They got a Ronaldo. Yeah, yeah. But but I think Ronaldo is more than inclined to look at players around him, Nathan, than doing it on his own. But he was a great player. Don't get me wrong. Mm. I mean, but uh, Ronaldo, particularly at this age, needs the players around him, Nathan. And I think he's a lot of good players around him in in in, in Portugal. Uh, if you uh, sent in across the quality of Bruno Fernandes in their game against Uruguay and uh, one of your teammates, if Alan Clark stole in there and it just sort of brushed off the top of his head and he claimed the goal, how would you take it? Uh, I would take it because I wouldn't be surprised at Alan Clark. Doing it. <laughs> <laughs> there was I mean, a bit of a bit of the Ronaldo in the was one of those lads. He was he was no he'd take anything. He would take anything. He would he would <laughs> no no I would have no doubt. I would have no doubt he would claim it. Yeah. So you you wouldn't be upset. That's what you'd want your striker to do. Yeah, it, it, it's. I, I don't see it as a big deal, to be, quite, to be honest. Right. It, 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 it's Ronaldo's personality. I'm not. Su- I'm not surprised at him doing that. Anything to claim a goal, and that's. And, and I know it, it sounds in a ridiculous way, but it's one of the things that made makes him a great player, Nathan. Yeah. He lives for scoring goals. Like when he, when he was a first coming at Manchester United, I wasn't. I wasn't a fan of his at all. I thought he was lazy. I never saw him running back. I never saw him doing this. Of course, I didn't know what type of player he was going to be. But Ronaldo's not in it that. Ronaldo has one thing in his life, in my opinion, and that's scoring goals, Nathan. And that's what makes him such a great goal scorer. You mustn't have had a goal bonus, John. Sorry? You mustn't have been on a goal bonus. Not me? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I, was, I, I was making more goals than I was scoring, Nathan. Yeah. Delighted to do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm going to be bragging now. I I scored 115 goals for for Leeds United. Yeah. Now I'm bragging. Now I don't. I don't. I don't mean to. But 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 for goal scorers like Ronaldo, they're they're all different, but they're all a breed apart in their own ways. Alan Clark was, and he's he's on, and he wasn't in the same classes as Ronaldo. But that's, these guys live for that. They live for it. And I think he'd claim anything that was near him when the ball's gone in the net. And, and Alan Clark had that nature in him as well. Uh, John, but we they score so many goals, Nathan, you live you with them. them. Yeah, you let them yeah. away with it. Uh, yeah, we got, we got to leave it there, John. Um, thanks as always. We'll talk to you next Thursday. You can go back to yeah. watching Graeme Souness on ITV, who I just looked at 69 years of age, and he looks about 50. He's he in looks, a, he a well. unbelievable yeah. shape. He looks very well, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, and a world-class player. And a world-class player on top of that. Yeah. Uh, so we can go back to enjoying that. Uh, Half time in the two games, Spain 1-0 and Germany 1-0, both those sides on the way through. We'll talk to you next Thursday, John. OK, thanks, Nathan. Speak to you then. Bye, bye.